Ah, welcome to Full Rigor, a Florida true crime podcast. I'm Karen Curtis, and back by popular demand, at least one person on Instagram said, where the hell is Jennifer Ross? <laughs> that would be my mother. She's, you know, she's channeling from the grave. Bring my daughter back. It's nice to be back. I'm so glad to have you back. I, I, I'll come back anytime you want. Yeah. I, I just didn't think you wanted me anymore. No, good grief. I, oh, just uh, because you lock the door when you do the <laughs> podcast. I'm like, no, Karen, let me in. Who? You're, you're Nobody's a home. Busy woman. Yeah, I just got a lot of other stuff going on. That's true. But that's whenever it syncs up, we'll have you back on. Well, thanks. So um, this podcast is thanks to listener Elena Menya. She was reminding me, and thank you very much, about this horrific murder. Apparently, I keep her up at night with my Full Rigor podcast because she likes to listen to it before she goes to sleep. That's probably not a good idea. She wrote on Instagram, I simply love Full Rigor. She says, but uh, she usually listens at night and then she can't sleep. So I'm sorry. Not a good thing to do. Yeah. So then she asked if I had covered the baby lollipop story yet. Uh, I said, no. So Elena, thank you. And here we go. It's about, it's very disturbing, by the way. And so you're back with a really bad one. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? And I don't remember the names but the killing of the one kid uh they were adopted they were foster kids i-95 right near 45th street the truck on the, the side of the road toxic the truck that's it yeah that's one of the that's podcasts. what this is what this reminds me of it's almost as heinous as that what's so weird is baby lollipops they couldn't identify this kid when he was found but apparently the mother had two other kids that she treated fine it was just this one that this three-year-old Lazaro Figueroa. This poor kid. Yeah. His his name for a little while, for a month, was Baby Lollipops because his body was found abandoned. It weighed, okay, so he's three, right? Weighed okay. only 18 pounds. Holy cow. At the time of it. So you have Nora, your yeah. granddaughter. She's and she, three? She, yeah, and she, but she's a tiny little thing. I think she just weighed in at like 29 pounds or something well, still, like that. still, yeah. this is like half of that. Oh, it's, it's horrible. What they did to this child, this woman should have been taken outside, rolled in honey, and let first fire ants get to her. That's a good one. Yeah, I would have started there, and then it would have gone up from there. This woman was just pure evil. Well, She's pure evil on two feet. That's it. She was convicted three times, and the first two times she was convicted, this is Florida and our criminal courts, okay? Okay. She was convicted twice and got the death penalty, and then she had a third trial, so we'll get into that. But she didn't get honey and ants, though. <laughs> no, she did worse things. So employees for the Florida Power and Light Company on Miami Beach, this all happened on Miami Beach, November 2nd, 1990, discovered this body under a bush. Uh. And they didn't know who this this little fragile boy was. He was unidentified, so they called him Baby Lollipops because he was wearing a T-shirt. Right. And it had a lollipop design on it. Or they almost looked like balloons Yeah, to it me. looked like, I would have called them Baby Balloons because they did. They looked like three little balloons Thank on the, you. T- I the T-shirt. So. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to go to Instagram, I have a Full Rigor Podcast Instagram account. I've got the picture of the T-shirt and the boy and, and the mother from hell. But according to police, Baby Lollipops was, get this, starved, obviously, beaten, Mm. with a baseball bat. Wonderful. Had been burned with a cigarette on his left cheek. Oh, lovely. Had broken front teeth. Oh. Broken bones. Oh, my God. Black eye, bed sores from being tied to a mattress for long periods of time. He was wearing a diaper at the age of three. Oh, great. Caked with Mm. excrement. Attached to his body with brown packing tape. It was wound around his body. And his arm was permanently fixed in a 90-degree angle. Which means it broke and healed that way. That way. 
This poor child. And I, this woman didn't get the death penalty. This is what kills me about our state. She's but sitting anyway. in, in prison right now. Oh, good. If she's listening, you're an idiot. <laughs> so it took three juries, as I said, to convict this Miami Beach mother of torture and the murder of her little boy, as I said, dubbed baby lollipops. So, um, but her, what she said, apparently she was married to this really rich drug dealer and he died like two days after the baby was born. Oh, so therefore she affiliated the baby with her ex-husband who left her. Well, he left her because somebody killed him. He was murdered probably in a drug deal gone bad, and they never determined who did it. Because he died, he left her. Exactly, and she was used to a, a certain lifestyle. She was a coke addict, and so she didn't have any money, right? So no more she, coke. She had to hook up with a woman who became her girlfriend, apparently. Oh, great. And she blamed everything on this woman. Oh, she so blamed it was the, girlfriend. the girlfriend's fault. Yeah. Okay, let me back up here for a second. How did the cops figure out that she was the mother? Did every did somebody identify the little boy's body like very quickly? Finally. So because his remains were identified for weeks after their discovery, there were local news outlets that named him Baby Lollipops, and they did the story, and then they went door to door, and they had flyers, and finally it was the flyer with the baby's picture on it that was recognized by one of the neighbors. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. And the neighbor said, I know that kid. That little kid went through hell, apparently, and his name is Lazaro Figueroa. Okay, so why this neighbor who knew this kid went through hell, why didn't she call the cops? I know. That's what I don't get. Exactly. You've got to hear this kid screaming, all that stuff they did to this poor little child. Yeah, well, the cause of death was later determined to be a blow to the head from a baseball bat. Oh, my God. Trial evidence showed that shortly after leaving Lazaro's body in the bushes, uh, apparently his mom and her girlfriend fled to Central Florida. They made a stop in Disney World. Oh, wonderful. The happiest there's place a, on earth. There's a hell of a conscience, huh? I just murder a little baby boy and let me just uh, go uh, ride. Uh, it's a small world. Oh, man. Why, these people are evil. Yes. Because the girlfriend had to know about it too, right? Yeah. Well, that's what it went back and forth in the three trials between who was responsible. So the mom, Anna Maria Cardona, was found guilty in December of uh, 2017, finally, in the third trial. She was 56 at the time of murder and aggravated child abuse of little Lazaro Figueroa. But she had been trying to blame it on her girlfriend, Olivia. She said that Olivia was housing her and doing her a favor and apparently there were sexual favors involved and they were living in an efficiency with this little kid and she said Olivia didn't like the child. Here's what she said. Any Any time that she would touch me I'd, I'd become nauseous. Cardona said her relationship with Olivia Gonzalez was one of convenience, and Olivia was jealous. The problem with Olivia was is that I paid more attention to my children than I paid to her. So you know, you hear she needed an interpreter. She speaks Spanish. Where are the other two kids? Do you know? They're older. Okay. And they were fine. They were. It was fine. just okay. this one she took out her rage on. But you know, here in the state of Florida, the rest of the world knows that we allow. You know, at the press conferences at Surfside, you always have the the governor and you have the mayors. They speak in English and then they speak in Spanish. Like right. Governor Rick Scott also spoke in Spanish. Right. So in her trial, she had to have an interpreter so that she could speak in Spanish and then she would answer the question. So you're going to hear the Spanish and then you're going to hear the, uh, the question the, or the answer. The okay. So finally, Anna Maria said that she moved out from Olivia and she said, I don't know what happened to the kid. 
Luego de que se mudaron a esa efficiency, ¿vio usted algún momento, en algún momento a Lázaro después de eso? No. No. As she's crying. Yeah, she's... So this is her blaming the girlfriend for everything. Yeah. But well, why would you leave the kid there? Yeah. Ugh. If you knew that, okay, this is this woman's well, are very bright. To initially, begin with. when they arrested her, she told investigators that Lazaro fell and hit his head. He fell out of bed. Oh, but it cracked his skull open. And that she hid mm. his body, hoping not to lose custody of her other two children. I get you. And then she said, in the last trial, that's not the truth. And then Cardona testified in her own defense that her female lover, Olivia Gonzalez, was responsible for Lazaro's death. You told me that my son was dead, and I thought I felt like I was going to die. I didn't kill my son. Olivia killed my son. Olivia. Well, at first she did admit to dumping the son, and then she said the statement was coerced. It reminds me of Nick Cruz, the kid, the accused Parkland shooter yeah. who confessed and now he's not confessing and he's they they, all recant. They're like, <laughs> okay, he'll confess if you take the death penalty off the yeah, table. Yeah, they're not taking the death. T- that, that, guy, that guy will never see the light of day. Um, this woman, uh, let me ask you this. How, and I'm sure we're going to get to how they finally figured out it was her, the mother, not the girlfriend. But did the girlfriend take part as well? Yeah, so that's interesting because the girlfriend, during the first trial, Cardona argued that in 1992, it was her girlfriend, Olivia Gonzalez, who was the one who tortured him. So what happened was Gonzalez pled guilty and was sentenced to 40 years. She served 14, but she was not convicted of his, the child's murder. So she testified in the first two trials. Okay. But she didn't even have to testify in the third one, and they still found her guilty. Yeah. Gonzalez testified in the last day of October, the day before Lazaro's death, that Cardona got pissed off and she hit him with a baseball bat oh over the head God. because he was slow in taking off his diaper. At three years old. Yeah. That was taped to his body. Don't she, forget. She stated that Cardona hit Lazaro until a hole opened his head. His head was cracked. And then Gonzalez explained that the wound started bleeding and bleeding and bleeding. And then I put mercury on it. And applied a plastic band. I'm hoping she means mercurochrome. I would assume that's what she means. Not mercury. That would have killed him right there. Well, other than the huge hole in his head. Yeah, so throughout the trial, Cardona labeled Gonzalez as the murderer and as the monster who forced her to succumb to a sexual relationship with her in exchange for food and shelter and for herself and her children. But the defense attorney said she was in an abusive relationship and viewed as inescapable because she was being provided for. It's just sickening. People like this exist. This is the, the most horrifying thing very in the world dark. to me. It's very dark. You've got two women that one may have contributed to this poor child's death, the other one that was totally responsible for it, his own mother. But at the same token, you've got people who knew this was going on and they didn't do anything. I, let me tell you, as much as I dislike my neighbor, if I saw him hitting his kids and, and doing harm to him, I'd call the cops in a heartbeat. I'd jump the fence. And, and pound the crap out of him as best I could before I got beaten up to save one of his kids. Wait till that kid, if he ever got into the school system, they would have discovered it, but he was three. Um, aye, 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 so aye. in 2002, by the way, Cardona's initial sentence overturned due to a Brady violation by the prosecution team who failed to allow defense attorneys access to interviews with Gonzalez. And the Florida Supreme Court granted a second trial. Great. And then in the second trial, they allowed a mentally handicapped 14-year-old, her name was Gloria Pye from Miami Beach, to provide a detailed confession that she threw Lazaro against the wall. 
my God. I know. The Cardona legal defense team attempted to shift the blame to this girl. But during the trial, Pai retracted her confession and maintained that she was innocent. So the judge said, disregard that entire bit of testimony you just heard. So, yeah. She was sentenced to death after that. And Miami-Dade jurors again found her guilty of first-degree murder in 2011. Sentenced to death a second time. In between these trials, she in jail? I mean, she's not going anywhere, right? Yes, she's not going anywhere. All right. She spent 17 years on death row before her verdict was again overturned in the third trial by the higher court. What's wrong with this state? Because the prosecution had used arguments that improperly inflamed the minds and passions of the jury. I think just an autopsy I'll, report would do yeah, it. I'm going to say put the medical examiner on the stand and just let him or her describe what they found. That's absurd. This woman is evil. And you know what? You can't fix evil. I'm sorry. You, you, you do that to a child. That at, is pure evil. One, two, three years old. A baby. Yeah, you need to die. I'm sorry. I mean, her defense attorney in the final trial, Steve Yermish, said that in his closing argument, Cardona was a poor mother and may have taken actions against Lazaro that amounted to child abuse, but she didn't kill her son. And he goes, I can only assume that you're angry at Anna Cardona and you have every right to be. She was a lousy mother. She failed as a mother, but you can't decide this case because you or I or anyone is angry at her for her failures. So... That's what he played on? He says... Their sympathy that she should ha- we should have remorse on this woman? He said the charge of aggravated child abuse may have been proven, but murder has not. Well, they said... The jury said... Uh, no. How about torturing this poor kid to death? He'd been tortured for years. Well, the judge, his name was uh, Judge Miguel M. De La O. Just Bless the letter you. O. The letter O? Immediately oh. sentenced Cardona to life in prison. Prosecutors opted not to seek the death penalty the third time. And he said this, there are wild beasts that show more empathy for their offspring than you showed for Lazaro. Your actions were monstrous. I love this. I love this judge. Tell me he's still sitting on the bench. Yeah, he is. Wow. Yeah. Good, good, good. So she's locked up for the rest of her life. Yeah. And get this, her elder son, um, his name is Juan Puente. Okay. 37 years old. He died in prison. So, you know, there's a nice track record there. Puente was serving a 10-year sentence for burglary. He died at Gulf Correctional Institutions Annex, February 2018. That's what she was retried in her third trial, 2017. So while in jail in 2010, he was brought to Miami into a courtroom to testify on his mom's behalf in an effort to convince the jury to spare her life. Wonderful. And the case followed him around. Every time he got arrested, it was like a revolving door. Well, kind of hard to say, you know what? Oh, isn't your mother the one that beat that crap and killed a three-year-old son, your brother? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Kind of hard so to kind ignore of that. Followed one. him around. So. Oh, my heart bleeds. Can't swallow band-aids. Sorry. <laughs> That's a good one. I've never heard that. I hate but these people. But if anyone deserved the death penalty, it's this woman. Yeah. I mean, who was the chick? Remember that they? What's her name? Uh, she gained all that weight. Played uh, monster. Uh, she played. Oh uh, yes, Charlize uh, Theron uh, and, uh, and Eileen Warnos. Warnos. Uh, yeah, we did a. I yeah, we did, did a, a podcast. Right. Well, she got the death penalty, didn't yeah, she? We killed her. That's yeah. for sure. She well, Yeah, she was one of the first women. I guess women. because they deflected to the girlfriend Olivia Gonzalez that maybe. And they, they tried three times and it kept getting kicked back. Okay, let me ask you this question. Hypothermical, as we would call it here. You go to prison, okay? You, Karen Curtis. You get uh, found guilty of, I don't know, uh, you beat up your boyfriend who was abusive and they put you in jail. And your cellmate is this woman. And you know about this woman and you know that she killed her son. 
do you just want to, when she goes to bed, just put that pillow over the head and say, hey, It's like what happened to Jeffrey Dahmer yeah, in the shower. It's right? time for you to go to bed yeah. <laughs> permanently. Oh, no, it was in the weight room. They hit him with a weight. Yeah, remember. Oh, they left the gate open. Yeah, remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that was uh, oh, that Whitey was Bulger in his Whitey wheelchair. Whitey Bulger in his wheelchair. No, There's, no. Dahmer, too. I think they left the gate open so somebody called, could get into where he was. Yeah. It's called karma. I think. But, I mean, wouldn't you be? Uh, well, you should see the picture of her. She's just, she's an evil-looking woman. I, to do that to anybody, you're evil. Never mind your own son. Never mind a baby. It's hor- I wouldn't do that to to. Uh, I'm just I'm, I'm just trying to think of what animal I hate the a snake. I don't like snakes, but I'm not beating one to death. No, I I just can't imagine what this poor boy went through. Oh, and God rest his soul. And that these courts kept overturning the conviction and how much money was spent on these trials. Is, the whole thing is sickening, right? It's 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 probably one of the worst cases we've ever talked about, it with is. the exception of the one here in '95 and 45th Street. Yeah, uh, that I remember seeing that truck and all the cops, and I'm like, what the hell's going on on the side of the road? I thought it was an accident. Yeah, little I know. Yeah, check that one out, Full Rigor Podcast. Uh, the toxic truck from hell, the Barahona murder. But um, thank you, Elena Mania, for reminding me of baby lollipops. I thank guess. Thank you, Elena. And thank you, Jen Ross, for joining me again. And you're welcome back anytime that you are available when I'm recording. I would love to we come love back. We love having you back. Can I have a better one next time? This, yeah, we'll have this to, is depressing. I need more, a good one. Something more uplifting. See, because if they had given this woman the death penalty and we'd found out that she had died by lethal injection, then we'd I'd be, be happy. much happier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and if you have <laughs> any ideas for uh, one of my podcasts, of course, they're Florida True Crime Stories. Let me know. Message me on Instagram. Yeah. By the way, what prison is she in? Do you know? I just may have to go visit. I, I this is incen- this incenses me. This is the kind of thing that I think you know justice should be served inside the prison walls, and why it hasn't been done is beyond me. Because this woman's evil. Anna Maria Cardona is currently being held at the Women's Reception Center in Ocala, Ocala, as you call it. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm going to go do it, so don't come arrest me. But she's evil. This woman, she doesn't belong on the earth. I'm sorry. Oh man. Yeah, so it was brutal. I'll go on the record. I've never killed anybody, by the way. Except yet. don't look in your backyard. Don't do that. I got the perfect. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hole, lie, dead animal, another hole. It works out well. Just saying. What did you say to your daughter? A bullet is only 50 cents? Well, that was when the dog was. This dog she has is costing her a fortune. And I love, I love animals. But she's already spent like eight grand on it. And I was like, you know, a bullet costs like 50 cents. She thought, she goes, how could you say that? I said, you don't have $8,000 to pay for all these surgeries this dog needs. You're going in debt to save a dog. I remember um, this woman, her name was uh, Maxwell. What was it? Gertrude Gert- Maxwell. I remember. Gertrude remember and I were good friends. Mr. Brown, yeah. the, the brown poodle, mm-hmm. the big standard poodle. She had it stuffed. Well, before that, she spent twenty grand and oh. had cancer. I was doing a story on yeah, pet. But, you know, I, I was Gertrude a health also had like billions of dollars. Though. Maxwell <laughs> Coffee in it, in here. And she had Mr. Brown flown to Shands in Gainesville and he had treatment. And then she had him stuffed. And then she had him stuffed. Yeah, but I, by Maxwell the way. Maxwell House I, Fortune. Good to the last drop. Maxwell House is good friend. Good to the last drop. Maxwell House. You know, good to the last drop. I never, I, I have spent thousands of dollars on my animals. So my daughter's just like me. But I, I look at it from a different perspective now and say, what are you doing spending $8,000 on a dog? You know, that was free. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and the dog was free, no less. Nothing in life is free. Now, the dog's going to be fine. She spent the money, and no, I didn't put a bullet in its head, All and I'm right. only teasing. Well, thank you, Jen. You're welcome. That They're never going to want me back after no, this no, one. No, no, no. That wraps up this episode of Full Rigor. Please, you want to subscribe, download, give us five stars, and don't forget to join us again next week for Full Rigor. Thanks for listening. 